Welcome, everyone, to the Sickos Committee Podcast. This is our podcast for the evening of, it's almost at April, May 2nd, 2023. I don't know why I'm so unstuck from actual linear time. because linear time was a bad it's idea. It's a really bad idea. Time is a construct. Time's a fake construct. Right. So we've got lost that head train of thought. We'll try that again. <laughs> take take two. Action. Welcome, everyone, to the Sickest Community Podcast. This is our podcast for the evening of, I hate you, of May 2nd, 2023. I'll keep both of them in. Today, we have some special guests with us, as well as the usual folks. As always, my name is Jordan. I've got Kamish, Beth, Pick Girl, and special guest, Adam. Adam, how are you doing, sir? I'm good. What are we going to call you? Our Washington correspondent? Washington correspondent, NDSU, Notre Dame correspondent, any and all of the above. All the good ones. That's right. Yes. <laughs> How did you feel about uh, about your boy Cody going so early in the draft? Oh, my little toothless uh, ginger. <laughs> so beautiful. Absolutely loved it. Uh, although uh, Notre Dame was robbed getting Michael Mayer in the second round instead of the first round. But still ahead of Ohio State on the list, as you pointed out last week. So. <laughs> the important things. <laughs> yes. Hey, Beth, how are you? Wee. <laughs> I think I think we all thought that after you got past the recital, you know, that's it's the easy part. And then it was like, no, I've got six finals and two juries and I hate everything. I haven't failed anything yet, so that feels Yay. nice. Yay. <laughs> I almost <laughs> yeeted the pot cat out of the skylight this morning when he oh jumped God. on my face at 4 a.m. <laughs> like a SpaceX rocket ship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Rapid unplanned defenestration. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> the first defenestration of Altoona. <laughs> hey, girl, hey, girl, how are you? I'm good. Um, yeah, I have been very busy of late and am becoming busier. Not as busy as Beth, but enough to be crazy making. So that's hey, fun. I'm doing great. Making it through the week and reliving like real life employment. Uh, it's just not. Yeah, second week back from paternity leave. It, it It's like one of those memes where the first person looks okay. And then like two weeks later. It's the I don't even know who that meme is. I I really don't know. <laughs> I, I, it's just like one, just not like like two weeks later, and it's just like the same person, but looking very horribly. That's how I feel right now. But otherwise, I, I guess okay. Just I, as you would say, hanging in there, living the dream. I'd like to start with some CFL draft news. A number one pick in the CFL draft. We have Dante Bull. An offensive lineman from Fresno State by way of Victoria, British Columbia. But the more interesting thing of all this is they had their global draft earlier today. So the way the CFL draft work is that works is that for the global draft, it's for non-American, non-Canadian players. And so if you guys had to guess, played college football, non-Canadian, non-American, where are a lot of these people coming from? Japan. Australia. I'm bingo. We got punchers, baby. We got all the punters, yes! all, all the 28-year-old tatted-up punters, and of course, our beloved boy, Lou Headley from Miami, with all the tats, and he looks like he fought in a bush war. He got pulled by the Hamilton Tiger Cats, although he did get called up by the Saints, I believe, as an undrafted free agent. Yeah, he was signed by the Saints as an undrafted free agent. There is a punter that the Saints already have, so it's, it's Blake Gilligan from Penn State. And um, I'm not sure if it's just like training camp competition. Yeah. So I misunderstood your question or I misunderstood what you meant by global draft. So I was mm -hmm. thinking like drafting from international college football, like international college football. Oh, leagues, yeah. No. Rather than by the players nation of origin. 
Yes. The, 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 Canadian football is very big on players, nation of origin. That's important. Okay. That makes sense. So, for example, the schools that are represented in the global draft are Hawaii twice, two American Samoan de- uh, defensive linebackers from Hawaii, Cal, a place called Barry, Barry University. How do you spell that? B-A-R-R-Y. Hey, guys, I'm going to drop this in the chat because you all need to see the fucking logo of Barry University. It's amazing. Oh, God, yes. Oh, my God. It is a, it is a parrot with a pirate that hat next to something glorious. that says Barry U. Oh, my God. It, I can't tell if that's a macaw or if that's a seagull with a very bright red beard. <laughs> You've seen this before. It's, I feel like it's a seagull that's trying to dodge tax taxes. Like, oh, yeah, I'm a macaw <laughs> for tax purposes. It's Jafar and he Jafar's parrot that became a pirate. Yes, it's Iago. Iago, Iago. Yes. Iago. And he still sounds like Gilbert, uh, Gilbert Godfrey. <laughs> this is a D2 school in the Sunshine State Conference, which is all in Florida. A Bullshit. Florida that is, that's a money laundering scheme. I know a money laundering scheme when I've seen one. Are wait, you wait. telling I'm gonna, me that the Adrian Dominican sisters are actually money launderers? Because this is large, one of the largest Catholic universities in the Southeast, per Wikipedia. Barry U is? Barry University is a private Catholic school in Miami Shores, Florida, founded in 1940 by the Adrian Dominican Sisters. It is one of the largest Catholic universities in the Southeast and is within the territory of the Archdiocese of Miami. It has about 7,000 students. Yeah, we've seen this before. If you can explain to me what the Catholic Church is, if not a tax dodge, I am all in. Actually, that is is a good point. Never mind. It's named after Patrick Barry, Bishop of St. Augustine. But let's be honest here. I really feel like Barry U, like that sounds like someone's first name. Like, oh, it's Barry's school. Barry founded it. <laughs> Tell me that their chants, that their fans chant, we're going to bury you. It, it also doesn't help that the font is very just block, you know, yeah. SF collegiate standard. It looks fake as hell. Yeah, this does look, mm-hmm. it looks like a creative team. Did Chad GPT invent this university? Anyways, their Jamaican wide receiver, Giovanni Robinson, got got uh, drafted by the bc lions there the other great one the other great one i found today was the uh, someone who played for the cologne crocodiles and also has a great logo that i'm going to drop in the chat it is a angry football playing crocodile but he's a c (laughs) and i love a crocodile with spinal problems he looks like the way he's drawn he looks like he belongs on a flag not as a logo there's something very heraldic about this crocodile it, well, it does. It looks like oh, it's it's a croc, a, a croc vert, uh, in in you know, rampant, rampart or whatever you'd say. Yes, <laughs> it's a crocodile sickle, is yeah. what it is. I'm a little worried about this cologne. T- they understand that the face mask is not like a chin strap, right? Oh, I didn't notice that. <laughs> the face mask and chin strap. I love it. I put it on there. Uh, by the way, uh, pick girl hub. Habakkuk Baldonado. Pretty close. From Pitt. Close. Yes. Uh, he got he got drafted in the international draft by the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. Oh, awesome. Congratulations to Habakkuk. Like he, he is Italian. Yeah, he is Italian. Ah. He is Italian. The CFL draft is going on. We're deep. We're into the third round right now, the CFL draft. So I'll let you guys know if anything exciting happens. I can tell you guys are all on the edge of your seats. <laughs> draft boogie night, CFL. Come on. Yes, yes. we can still get boogie drafted. Draft <laughs> get boogie, boogie drafted. Night. Signed Boogie Knight, USFL, Kamish, somebody. Kamish, do you have an apology USFL, to make? USFL, XFL, somebody can do it. Somebody. <laughs> Kamish, do you have an apology to make, Kamish? I do. Uh, I, I need to make an apology to uh, somebody by the name of Alex Enfeld. He tweeted at us from his account, at alpow2214, about the pronunciation of Newark, Delaware. He said, we pronounced Newark wrong, exclamation point. 
the city in Delaware is pronounced New Ark. So it's New Ark, Delaware, which is different. New Ark, Delaware. New Ark, yeah. Delaware, mm-hmm. which is different from the city in New Jersey. But, you know, Delaware isn't real, so that pronunciation isn't real. Delaware is rightful Pennsylvanian land. You cannot convince me otherwise. Thank you. Shout out to the dietetics program at uh, the University of Delaware, headquartered in Newark. New Newark. There is also a city in New Jersey that is spelled the same as the capital of Columbia, but is pronounced Bogota. <laughs> is is Abe Vagoda from Bogota? I have no idea. I don't know. He is in my mind now. Oh, New Jersey. I, New Jersey, why are you? Make sure I have that correct before I get corrected as well. Oh, no. Whatever, you don't have to correct. No, don't, don't worry about correcting it. Don't worry, no one will notice, we promise. <laughs> it's funny, we got like we got reader comments, feedback. Like, hey, you said this wrong. I'm like, wow, somebody listens to this. This is great. <laughs> yep. This is great. Yep, it is Bogota, New Jersey. I was correct. Yep. Bogota. It's right, uh, it's right across the river from Hackensack. Love it. In the chat, guys, I dropped one of my favorite borderline college football teams, the University of Fort Lauderdale, dropped their schedule today and I, or yesterday. I want you guys to look through that list of schools and tell me what sounds fake to you. I'll read them out loud. We have a St. Thomas. Gordon State, Warner, Quincy, Ave Maria, Atlantis, Florida State Coastal, Virginia Lynchburg, Daytona Elite, and North American. Like half of these. Yeah, and the graphic also reminds me of Three Wolf Moon. It does have that vibe, doesn't it? Yeah, this graphic belongs on a t-shirt that is being advertised me advertised to me on Facebook with some like very, very specific text on it. I want you guys right now, live, try to Google Florida State Coastal University and try to find the Florida State Coastal Cobras and see what you get. Well, I I looked at the Gordon State because I was was very confused why somebody would just be named Gordon State. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, maybe Gordon Ramsay or rest in peace, Gordon Lightfoot. It's in Barnesville, Georgia. I have I don't even know where that is. Whatever. I'm just staring at Florida State Coastal Cobras.com, which looks like an NCAA uh, 2007 splash graphic. Yeah, um, it really has that vibe, doesn't it? So it I, really does. I put, this is a creative team. I put Florida State Coastal University directly into Google, and my mm. results are Florida Gulf Coast, 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 FSU Coastal Marine Laboratory, Florida Gulf Coast Athletics. More Florida Gulf stuff, and then I scroll down. More Florida, more Florida State, Coastal Carolina State College. This place is not real. It is none of those things. Is none of these things. It does not show up on the first page for Google. University of West Florida. Hold on, I found something called Florida State Coastal Cobras Incorporated. Uh, It was incorporated one month and two weeks ago. The Florida State Coastal Cobras Incorporated is an active Floridian business entity incorporated on the 15th of March, 2023. It is a not-for-profit. I, I don't know. It's in Haines City, This is Florida. like the Bishop, uh, what was the? <laughs> Bishop, Bishop Gorman. Gorman. Bishop Sycamore. Yeah, 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 Bishop, Bishop Gorman. Yeah, Bishop. Gor- sorry, Bishop Gorman's real. This is the college football equipment of Bishop Gorman. Yes. Um, so yeah, these these are those teams that are like on that on the like like Virginia Lynchburg is a legitimate team. I just went to co- at Coastal Cobras on Twitter and found that in their in their description they are located in Hardyville, South Carolina. Well, okay. and the website for Florida State and- Coastal Cobras says they're in Lake Wales. 
Lake Wales is in like the geographic center of Florida. It is the least coastal you can possibly be and still be in Florida. I just like the description on this Twitter account, which says that they provide an opportunity to get an accredited college degree and play college athletics. DM us. (laughs) Are we sure about that? So these are all accredited by someone. In no way a scam, guys. Okay, who is accrediting them? Uh, This is... the Lord, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you have the lo- no, 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 accreditation, no, no. You have the Lord. That's Ave Maria. <laughs> uh, located in Ave Maria, Florida, which is a place I did not know existed. Dude, what is North American? You, I feel like Lamar. I was just gonna say, uh, in like a, who in claims a, the entire continent of North America? NAU you played know? Lamar. They I that was like, the yeah, one that they couldn't have a logo. They didn't for. have a logo for it. I remember that. And yeah. Lamar, like just blew the ever-living crap out of them. They are, yeah. they, are a ta- they are a tax job. There's an ESPN Singapore page for the Ave Maria Gyrenes for some reason. The Coastal Cobras college football camp, ready to strike. Wants Anyways, to sign you. This is great. Okay. Uh, the other one I want to show you guys is the library hours for University of Fort Lauderdale. Drop those in the chat too. Someone want to read those for me? <clears throat> library As hours. a former right. university, li- un- university library employee. Go for it, pick girl. Library hours, Monday to Thursday, 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. Friday, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Folks, they didn't come to play school. I don't think there's a school for them to play at. (laughs) Uh, The other thing I wanted to show you guys was, let's see if they still have it up, the street view image of the school. Yes, do it. There we go. I'll I'll just screen cap this and take it for you guys. Someone can describe to me the uh, architecture of this school. All right. Is that strip mall modern? <laughs> That's a Carmike Cinema right there. All right. That used to be That's an like... old Montgomery Ward and became, it, it definitely became a school that way. It, it's like one of those strip malls. Merchandise? Service merchandise. This isn't a yes. strip mall. This is like 90s mall. It's it's delightful. This feels like the I... far end of a dead Walmart because it doesn't have windows. Yes. I think before it became a university, it spent some time being a mortgage flipping com- um, company, and that's how it got the awning. I mean, it's Florida, <laughs> so there's a there's a pretty good chance that that's it. You can it's... tell it's Florida because of the lovely parking lot palm trees. Is it a real awning, or is it one of those sunset or retractable awnings? <laughs> What's it going to retract into? Here's the other here's the other side of the building. Oh, there's plenty of room. Above. Oh my god, yeah. That's... Oh boy. You got those nice little arches and the Saltillo tile. Yeah. Oh, this is definitely a, a, just an old dead strip mall. It's just a yeah. Southern fried Kmart. Like, maybe it was an old, old Kmart. Who knows? But yeah, this is one of those schools that absolutely is just if this was a scam. If this whole yeah. thing was red, it would yeah. totally have been the former Circuit City. Do you think their this football team practices public. in the parking lot? Here's the thing. Look at the home and away split on that team, guys. Home is is really home. Oh no! One, two, three, four, five, six, seven away, and three yeah. home. Oh, that's Road rough, buddy. Yeah, uh, trying to find where they play is kind of difficult. <laughs> is this the thing that was on Reddit that one time that the school and it was like Reddit was like no, that was, it was it was at a different fake university. That was a different fake okay. university. <laughs> That was a different fake okay. university. This was not the same fake university. There was another no. one. This is a different okay. one. Yes. So, anyways, I follow them on Twitter on the Sickos Committee account. We'll find out how they do this year. I was wondering who's who followed them. That's me. It was you. Right. We'll find out. I'm excited to see how they do this year. It's an ongoing research project. Of course. 
Good luck, Fort Lauderdale. It seems Lauderdale. like every time the question of who posted something on the account, it's usually the answer is Jordan. <laughs> if it's weird, it's usually me. Hey, Beth, did you see the did you see the Pistol Pete playing Euphonium? I didn't, but I will say that there are three different faculty members at my university who approached me to ask me if I was the one who posted it today. <laughs> nope, nope, that. That's your other music friend, the weirder one. Listeners, I would like to take this moment to remind you that as of time of recording, neither Beth nor I have the keys to the Twitter account, despite what you might think. We haven't given them the password yet. We no, I, I have given. No. I, I need to give it to. Him. I told we Brad offered, to. We I'm, offered it to him like a week. I know, ago. and they, and they said, and they said yes, and then I never did it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I, oh, okay. I, I thought you were giving it to them. All right. I, I will. I mean, I, okay. You, are so, you sure? Yeah, well, okay. eventually. Right, you know me. If I'm going to be blamed for right. it, it would be nice to at least have some culpability. Okay, yeah, well, let's give the password. Let's, I'll, I'll do this live on the show here. Well, I won't before, say it out loud. Before we do the next thing, I want to do a little backstory. Uh, at Dartmouth, we had something called Blitz. Blitz was our text-based email. It was just simple text. Like, it was there was nothing fancy about it. It was just super simple. And what... <laughs> I see what you guys are laughing at. Yeah. Uh, We just had super simple, like text-based email. It was, we used to not actually send full emails to each other. We would just send like just subject lines to each other. And they had these blitz terminals around campus. Cause this was before like cell phones, you had email on your cell phone. So like they had these old school iMacs set up three or four in each public area. You check your blitz between classes. We had something called a 10 K blitz. They just get 10 K of pure text like a file size that meant it was a long ass blitz someone was going off on a fucking rant about something and we didn't want to hear this when i saw this ohio state thing this was a 10k blitz in my head now let's talk about this you've sent this and my brain literally just played the like i i'm sorry or that's great but i ain't reading all that oh no 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 <laughs> no please not are, on finals we are, week we are not going to read this whole thing because i can literally not do this it's it's four screenshots, right? It's so fucking long. And yeah, not only is it four screenshots, it's four screenshots, and the text is very small. There's just there yeah. This is things. like I mean, this would have to be the entire podcast. I think I I don't think I could read it if I if I could be like the micro machines guy or like the guy at the end of the the commercials that that gives you like you know uh, zero, side effects zero the side effects or like zero percent down doesn't doesn't factor in unless you have a credit score of seven hundred. And 500 you know whatever just mm-hmm. you know terms and conditions may apply uh yeah i i don't the title of the post is the historical screw jobbing of buckeye qbs in the nfl this is from bucknuts forum again guys if you haven't noticed we don't dive into forums because forums are cursed awful places we don't go but, for a reason you know we leave that to message board geniuses which uh yes. they have a podcast which they may read the entire thing i don't i don't i don't know maybe they will We're... because it would take the entire podcast to read <laughs> this uh I'm, I'm gonna see if i can find a sentence here but it, it is just i mean the first the first sentence the thesis is great now i the... made it most of the way through the first sentence of the second paragraph before i got terminally bored and started looking at my wall i like <laughs> i like the conspiracy theory part here about john harbaugh and jim harbaugh keeping down troy smith's raven's career i enjoyed <laughs> that part it's... And, and so like there's there's a mention of kyle bowler there's Joe Flacco. He's saying Terrell Suggs that Troy Smith should have been their their quarterback. And then it appeared at one point in the offseason that Troy was slightly ahead 
of Joe Flacco, and he was going to get the starting gig. But out of nowhere, somehow, some way, Troy Smith gets sick. I think it was food poisoning of some sort, and whatever shot he had at the starting gig was over. So is he implying that somebody poisoned Troy Smith? The next time we saw this is, Troy- this is just this is just Charlie with his wall on. It's always sunny with his wall of like yes. conspiracy shit. That, that that's on page two of this post. There's still <laughs> there's still page three where he's going off about Braxton Miller, uh, mentioning. Cardell Jones, there was JT Barrett, which JT Barrett was on the Saints, so I'm like trying to see what happened. He was on the practice squad for the Saints and he never made the roster. So I don't I don't know what is Sean Payton involved in this now? I don't know. Uh, speaking of Sean Payton, you know the movie you're trying to get me to see? My my kiddo wanted to play the movie. And you no, know, basically I said no, that that you can't get we're not gonna watch that Sean Payton movie. Oh man. <laughs> I, I I was like, I don't know what this is. And then, you know, let me go ahead and not watch this movie. Probably a good bet. Yeah, I, I really have anything else to say about this except, holy shit. I, I'm either happy this for you or sorry a, for you, but. This kid wrote a book report. Seriously. That's, oh my God. Like, guys, if you're out there listening and you ever get to the point where you're making a message board post that goes beyond like a page, just stop. Rethink. Who are you trying to convince? What are you trying to do? Who write I a mean, dissertation? <laughs> like a real one? I would even say beyond three paragraphs, to be honest with you. Right. Do, do you know, like, like back in, like, Usenet days, that might have been acceptable. No one has the attention span anymore for this, guys. No one wants to hear even your conspiracy you did, sh- you're too invested if you're going that long. Yes. Oh, my God. So, guys, I don't know where this came from, but... How did we end up with Pac-12 looking at Tulane and Rice? What did we do as a country to get here? It I don't know. Honestly, <laughs> cool. Good. They meet the academic profile. They do. They do. So I can see like Stanford and, and Rice going at it. I can see Stanford and Tulane. You know, I, I really don't know. <laughs> I, they're, I, they're really trying to like, no. oh, we're the academic conference. This yes, is, we are. This is where the Twitter blue check thing is breaking my brain. Yeah. Because it was tweeted by somebody with a t- Twitter blue check. And he only has like 7,000 followers or so. And I'm, I'm like, okay, is this guy legit? Or is he just floating stuff out there? And then like, I'm like, it's a blue check. So it's, it's good. And then I'm like, wait, no, no, no. Blue check's bad. So you really can't. <laughs> remember if it's good or not and i mean he's not affiliated with swim swam news so we can't really you know fully you know trust this so i'm i'm just very confused by how this came out or if this is just like a one-off thing but it, it seems like it could be one of those things that essentially was just something tweeted to try to get some sort of followers but the the guy that tweeted it, um, he's he follows like eighteen hundred people. Uh, he has sixty four hundred folks. He's he's out of Salt Lake City, Utah. Which I, okay, sure, Utah's there, and he's a talk show host and sneakerhead, and he, he has like a YouTube show. Yes. So well, I don't like this all of a sudden. I, I'm just like he has nearly one hundred eighteen thousand tweets. Um, Jesus Christ! That is so I, many tweets. I mean, Relax, my friend. I I don't know if, how many tweets. Yeah, we have thirty three thousand tweets. So yes, yeah, we're we're yeah, we tweet a ton. I've been on Twitter since like two thousand eight, and I think I have like 
two thousand. I want to see how many tweets I have. Because you're because re- you're reasonable. Yeah. <laughs> I just celebrated my eleventh Twitter anniversary. Please help me. I hit fifteen. <laughs> I hit fifteen. I'm on there. I I've been on for twelve years. I think. Oh. I don't have very many posts. I have fifty four thousand tweets, and most of them are me yelling at Pitt. As is. Tradition. Oh yeah. I mean, as is as is tradition. I mean, I still have under two hundred followers. The dream. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I, I you know who knows about this. I this is just more fun than anything else because I would love to see Pullman roll into New Orleans. That sounds like fun as hell. Oh, yes. I would love to see Pullman <laughs> roll into Houston. That's also fun as hell. What do we think? Stanford largest... running into New Orleans. Now that would be something interesting. Yes. Oh my God. Like <laughs> that's a culture clash right there. But also like. What do we think the largest city that Pullman could drink dry is? Because they did Ooh. drink at least one bar in Auburn Dry when they did the home and home with Auburn. They they drank part of Madison Dry, which is pretty impressive. Yes, they didn't they didn't take down San Antonio, which I was I was okay. That's know. that's so hard to do. You know, they, well, and that was the that was the game that they played against Iowa State too. Yeah, so you think both of them. Hmm. Both of those would have had a shot, they, but San Antonio was ready. Yeah, but they came prepared. <laughs> San Antonio has a brewery in the city for like Bud Light or whatever, so they were ready. <laughs> like they have like a little mini mini brewery there. I think they were just like cranking it out, and like they brought the Bush guy to that game. Too, yes, I think. I think so. Yes, I went I- to see them attempt to drink a a mid sized Appalachian city dry. <laughs> Just simply because it's going to mean that they invaded the woods and found all the stills. Like like Huntington? <laughs> well, I mean, you yeah. know, yeah. Wazoo. Try to drink Huntington, West Virginia dry. Wazoo. Or, or Morgantown. Wazoo. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was going to say Morgantown. Wazoo and, and West Virginia have not played. Ooh. Which makes me sad. They need, it needs Ooh. to happen. I need a home and home. Is that like, I feel like that might be like crossing the streams and then everything blows up. Yeah. Nope. Well, Don't care. Maybe one of the stills. <laughs> I, yeah, I think, I think there's so much hooch in that stadium. That moonshine versus fireball. That, that you could, so much if you had an open flame, <laughs> yep. I think the whole thing would go up. Yep. Yeah. It's just aerosolized booze. Why do you think we built the stadium out of concrete? <laughs> <laughs> Very smart. Uh, so you can, you can power wash the, the puke off. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I mean, that's <laughs> still just... better engineering designs than Beaver stadium. So score one for West Virginia. Yeah. That's not hard to do. It really isn't. Man, talking trash uh, about Penn State. Always. That's what we do. That's what we do on here. Shout out danger. Except, except every once in a while, I get really into Penn State and everyone looks at me like I'm crazy. Mm-hmm. Because you are. Mm-hmm. Do we have? Yeah, I wonder why. Yeah. <laughs> do we have any strong feelings about the new playoffs, the new playoff schedule? Like the new playoff system? They released the actual schedule. Let me pull it up. The only and- thing that I have seen about it that I, and I instantly hated it, was that some of the games are on weekdays. For 2024, here is the actual dates of the games. The first round games that are on campus, that'll be the games of 5 and 12, 6 and 11. Am I doing that right? 5, 12, 6, 11. Yeah. Seven, nine, okay, yeah. 7, 10, yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. Those are all going to be on Friday, December 20th, 2024, and Saturday, December 21st, 2024. One game on the Friday, three games on the Saturday. That's no big deal. Okay. That's a Friday. Okay. Good so far. Good. In the quarterfinals, the first one will be... Tuesday, December 31st, New Year's Eve. Well, that's, that's, Evening that's, is the Fiesta Bowl. That's New Year's Eve. I, I'll give you and that. Then okay, all right. On January 1st, 2025, all together, we'll have the Peach Bowl, the Rose Bowl, and the Sugar Bowl. So it's New Year's Day on a Wednesday, right? Yes, New Year's Day on Wednesday. I mean, if it's okay. New Year's Day, I could, I could deal with that. It does feel like, you know, maction, but 
you know, on a Tuesday and a Wednesday, but it, it's the traditional day. Those, it's those the traditional are, day for the bowl games. So New Year's, New Year's Day is a spiritual Sunday. Um, yeah, even yes. though when New Year's Day is Sunday, the New Year's Day football games often do not play. Then the semifinals are a week later or a week and a half later. We have a Thursday, January 9th. Capital One Orange Bowl. Ew. And That's a, a war why? crime. Continue. And a, and a Friday, January 10th Cotton Bowl. Why? Less. And then the national championship is 10 days later on a Monday night. Why? Back. Because it's always on Monday night for numbers. And it kicks off stupidly late East Coast time and it makes us all angry. So the 9th and the 10th are due to wildcard weekend in the NFL. The eleventh and twelfth are wild card weekend. Butt out NFL. We need to we need to take back Thursdays. We you know like there's there was that I don't know what band it, type of band it was, but like taking back Sundays. We need to <laughs> we need to we need to change it to taking back Thursdays. I, I agree with just, you. This is just for college football, and I I don't know are they I, I, it, were they like along the lines of a, a band like Simple Plan or something like that? Yeah, taking back Sunday is an okay. emo band. That's okay, like, sure. Slightly predates me, but I am aware of them. Take back Saturday, for goodness sake. <laughs> well, it, it always feels weird that they get like they start like nudging in on the NFL starts nudging Saturdays in. And like, feels- like the NFL starts yeah. man spreading in December. It's <laughs> just like. Like, cut it out. Like, I mean, they put games on Thanksgiving. I'm like, fine. You can do the Thanksgiving game, you know, the Detroit Lions and the Cowboys. That's fine. But then they started man-spreading to, like, Thursday nights. I'm like, no, that is Egg Bowl. That's right. You do not leave ruin the Egg Bowl. For the Egg Bowl. You leave then... the Egg Bowl spot alone. You leave Black Friday alone. That's right. Yes. Leave that it was, bad enough this, it was bad enough this last year when we had – World Cup on Black Friday too. Yeah. And it about broke our mm. fucking brains trying to do all of it. That, that kind was... of slapped. I enjoyed it. I mean oh, like it was so the much. circumstances of the World Cup being in November were bad, but like it was kind of fun. It worked because it was early in the day. Yeah. But if it yes. was like a night game World Cup and we got college football, that would have sucked. Yes. I would say that. That, that would have been awful. But they've been playing soccer in the mornings as long as they've been playing soccer. I mean, that's fine. Well, here at least. In a, in America. Yes. <laughs> yes. By the way, I like how I outed you as an Arsenal fan, and that Thank you. <laughs> everything sort of just piled on from there. Yeah, and then like one guy was like, "Hey, you guys are not sicko enough. You you support like the two biggest clubs in the English Premier League." And I'm like, "I'm like, hey, hold on." So I took a screenshot of my my that, yeah. mob, and I was like, "Here, these are the other teams that I support, like League Two, Grimsby Town." My I've f- got a favorite. I've got a favorite Gibraltar team, assholes. Okay, know, like, yeah, you're, you're a Red Imps I'm hipster, fan. I'm hipster enough. I'm, come on. Now I'm let's a- be honest. The, the, the Lincoln Red Imps are basically the Yankees of Gibraltar. If yeah. I'm being really, really clear here. <laughs> okay. You front runner. Everyone you. knows that. Everyone knows that. Well, I mean, like my my Siri Siri Ah team is Sassuolo, which the only reason I I follow them is because I love their green and black jerseys, which look like Austin FC stole them they're like a mid-table club and they're they're just they're, they're all offense no defense so it's just wild games perfect and i played with them on fifa because i love the colors so i follow them and then stupid league two team with like harry the hat at grimsby town where you can buy an inflatable fish harry the oh, that's hat right the thing, their yeah. thing is yeah that's right they have their yeah, yeah they they yeah. they hold up inflatable fish in there <laughs> in the stands it's ridiculous so this week has been sort of everyone fucking around with ai image generation again it's that time of the off season 
And Gary Gates at Gary Gates on Twitter did the NFL mascots. And I don't know what he put in, but some of the things he got out were absolutely horrifying. Yeah. Uh, my personal favorite is Cincinnati Garfield. I'll drop some of these in the chat. Oh, yeah. I like Cincinnati Garfield. He hates Mondays and playoffs. I like their version of oh, Jacksonville gosh. Jaguar, which looks like he's he's a flapper. Not as not as creepy as Jacksonville and the thong. No. It's actually a little bit. And, like, this New England Patriot is yeah, scary. The, the Patriots had the, the cross-eyed Dallas Cowboy, or sorry, the, what would you call that? That's not cross-eyed. That's that's a googly eye. Wall-eyed, a wall-eyed Dallas Cowboy. There we go. Is also Can we go back to the Jaguar who looks like it skinned uh, Sully from Monsters Inc. <laughs> and is wearing it as boots? <laughs> anyway, AI is a bad idea. We should never let. We should never allow AI to do anything. Well, I mean. I the bill is almost good until you look at the way its limbs are arranged and you think about how it would work as a mascot costume. You have no idea how many times I got the phrase Poonats shouted at me on the Twitter account for the Carolina, the Carolina Panther mascot. He's wearing, he's wearing a onesie, a leotard, I think. Yes. And has Poonats written around the front, which I believe we're <laughs> going to call Pan Carolina from now on. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of like the Minnesota the Viking has looks like looks he awesome. Can't see. Yeah. You can't see his eyes. It's metal is fantastic. <laughs> looks like a, a villain from Flash Gordon. And then I can't figure out which one this guy is. He's got the red hair with the horns. I'm terrified of the Saints one, but then I then I'm just reminded of the Providence Friar. Who's also horrifying. Yes. So it's kind of yes. like the Mother Teresa Saints one. The Tampa Bay, that's the Tampa Bay Buccaneer. I don't even know who that is. Tampa Bay Buccaneer. Oh! I don't know why his eyes are fucked up like that. It's it's Iris oh. is cutting it too. I love it. <laughs> I, I love... Oh, As God. if I should catch that from... Uh, I don't yeah, know why what I said, about oh. this says Buccaneer? I... Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like like you said, Jordan, the, the, the slashed eye is about as good as you can get with that. It's like a freaking Korok. <laughs> yes, it's exactly what it is. <laughs> he pops out of the pirate ship and goes, Yahaha! <laughs> and our last bit of sports news, that this was news in for it, shout out to the Shreveport Mudbugs. Oh, yeah. Who are they? The Shreveport Mudbugs, they, they are a hockey team based out of the lovely uh, city of Shreveport. So they, they play for the Robbie Cup, which is basically a lower level, like NHL. There's and a guy named Robbie. Robbie, yes. that's right. Uh, I don't know. Maybe we could look up the Robbie Cup. Is it named after the Robertson Cup, the North American Hockey League? So the N-A-H-L. Okay. Yeah, so they they beat, I believe it was Lone Star, the Lone Star Brahmas. Uh, they, yes. they beat them uh, and, and came back in a five-game series. Uh, they they won the game one nothing, but they scored the first goal in the first 17 seconds and then <laughs> held on for the remainder of the game, winning it one nothing. The Mudbugs. I love their hashtags. So they advance to the next round. I, I believe they're they're taking on Oklahoma Oklahoma City. I believe it is the next next team. The hashtags for the the Shreveport Mudbugs. Hashtag claws up. Hashtag go bugs and it's spelled just like G 
E A U X and then B, B like always that, like always even though you know sometimes you know Shreveport likes to think they're part of Texas and then other times Shreveport will claim Louisiana it's weird because uh, they're they're right on the Louisiana Texas border basically it, it's fun when when you see Shreveport claim Louisiana other times there's just a bunch of Cowboys fans up there well I think Adam had to duck out for a second to take a call so I'm going to uh, I will run my part first then oh yeah Adam's right there so. Ladies and gentlemen, we have our best season of all time for teams who are below 500 all time. And we're going to go to the 80s. Yeah. About yes. the SMU Mustangs. Guys, this is going to be fun. When you think about SMU in the 80s, late 70s, what do we think about? Cheating. No, hey, we're not going to use that word. That word is derogatory. We're not going to use that. Creative use of game mechanics. Creative use of game like that. What else do we think of, guys? Name, image, and likeness. Nowadays, this would mostly be fine. Not all of it. <laughs> Gold <laughs> Honestly, trans not all ams. Of it. Gold trans ams. We do. We think we think about 1982 Dallas, big hair, big money, and big expectations. That's right. This is the middle of the Pony Express, but we're going to back up slightly. The Pony Excess. On your screen right the gentleman on your screen right now is Ron Mayer. Meyer. He comes from UNLV. He takes over the SMU program in the mid-70s, and they're real bad for a while. But at some point, they decide that it's time to win. They haven't been to a goal game in 20 years at this point. It's been decades since Doak Walker and the Cotton Bowl back in the 40s. But that beautiful man right there with those sideburns, he was an absolute showboat flashy man when he rolled in. And at this time, too... There was lots of oil money going around Dallas and lots of SNU alums decided that it was their turn to win. They've got money and they want to make it happen. I want to show you guys what the, what their, they looked like sort of like back in their first season. Well, let's start before that. They recruit two running backs in 1979, Craig James and Eric Dickerson. And that is sort of the start of the Pony Express. That was actually the name of their backfield. And they absolutely killed. We're getting physical now. We know the gold Trans Am and Eric Dickerson. Did you guys know it wasn't SMU that gave him the Trans Am? Texas A&M gave him the Trans Am. And he had been committed to Texas A&M until about four days later when he flipped to SMU. When SMU told them, you don't need to worry about that because they can't come after you. Exactly. They said, he, they said that he said that like, oh, well, they gave me the Trans Am. I kind of have to go there. And the SMU guy said, no, you don't. Nope. Because what are they going to do? He didn't honor the bribe that we paid him? Mm-hmm. Bribe being, again, the... We <laughs> don't use those words. Allegedly. If you've never... Alleged. Well, some of it's not allegedly. If you've never watched the 30 for 30 Pony Excess, it's great. Because it's it good. starts out with a bunch of players just saying, like, I chose SMU because they changed my mind. And then smiling from ear to ear. <laughs> it's an ongoing investigation. Like not even that exactly. Like absolutely just straight face, just smirking like I they just changed my mind. I don't know what it was. Creative use of game mechanics. <laughs> they were they were accusing Ron Meyer of going into schools and putting his business card on the wall and pinning a hundred dollar bill to it. And in the, in the 30 for 30, he goes, well, yeah, I think I did that. 
<laughs> the funny hey, thing, Joe. the funny thing yeah. about this Trans Am uh, for me is I know Eric Dickerson is from Sealy, Texas, which mm-hmm. they have a water tower with like a giant tiger on it because they're the Sealy Tigers, and it's right off of I ten when you drive from San Antonio to Houston. So every time I drive that way back to Houston, I think of the gold Trans Am and Eric Dickerson every single time. And I just I just start laughing about the story over and over again. So in 1979, this is the this was basically the first couple of years that SMU weren't great. They were winning like two, three games. It was pretty bad. And then 79 was the year they got both Eric Dickerson and Craig James. And this was what they ended up with. They only won five games and they weren't great wins. They won. They beat a bad Rice, a bad TCU, a bad North Texas, lost to Tulane, lost to ranked Houston and ranked Texas, lost to AM, and then beat Wichita State and Texas Tech only. Everything else was a blowout. Now, funnily enough, when Ron Meyer got to SMU, they moved from the Cotton Bowl to Texas Stadium, the old Cowboy Stadium. So they were still playing these games. If you look at the attendance, Baylor, they lost, they had a, like a five-win season, and they were in front of 65,000 people. So the attendance was already there, and they were feeling like this was going. The next season, the game at Texas, they had a break. At halftime, they changed from pro style to the option. And you guys can see before halftime, as Texas led 6-3, and by the end of the game, it was 20-6 SMU. So they changed offensive formulas in the middle of a game. Yep, they I, switched I thought, to the they switched to the option attack. I thought they don't make halftime adjustments. Somebody said we don't make any halftime adjustments, but that is a that is a big adjustment. That's an adjustment. That is a hell of an adjustment. <laughs> that's not an adjustment. That's a lobotomy. <laughs> and then, for those of you who can't see, which is all of you. <laughs> Commission nearly spit out his drink. (laughs) (laughs) And then things were getting a little too good. The SMU program was placed on probation after the 1980 season because of, of, of some recruiting violations. How many you ask? 29 during the 78 and 79 season. And they had up to your probation and had a TV ban and a postseason ban in 1981. The idea of a TV ban, by the way, nowadays is so fucking crazy. Yep. Like you could not do that. Mm. And it's unfortunate because that means a lot of like the good, like Eric Dickerson footage from 1980 just doesn't exist outside of archives because those games didn't like weren't anywhere. They were, they were bowl banned and their last game, they dubbed it the polyester bowl against Arkansas, which they won big. In 1981 SMU season. Was there a logo for the polyester bowl? No, I wish it was. Can we just make like some really bad 1980s pants be the logo? Oh, yeah. <laughs> sure. Perfect. I'll, I'll show you the 81 season here. They won every game except losing to number 10 Texas 7-9. to nine. But they beat everyone else by big numbers, including at the end of the season, floating up the rankings to number 5. Again, we're never on TV, could not play a bowl game, but ended the season at number 5. And then the next season, they're back on TV, and that's the 82 season. I do want to show something from the 81 season. One of my favorite moments. My God. So many tabs. No. Okay. Uh, Yeah. I'm I'm trying not to look at it. Uh, So many tabs. Uh, uh, This is what happened when some SMU football players 
uh, SMU cheerleaders got on the field and an Aggie Corps cadet man did not like what happened. Oh, he's got the sword out. Oh, real sword. So uh, this sort of play slowly. Uh, he knocks the, the cheerleader. He runs at the cheerleader, kicks him down or while he's down, runs at him with a sword, pulls the sword, kicks him, pulls the sword, fencing style. And then another SMU cheerleader comes up and shoves him over. That dude got in trouble. The dude with the my, sword got in trouble. My dude, that is a saber. The saber is a cutting weapon. You use it because of its bladed edge. We do not point the point at people. That is nothing. It's it is, not a freaking epee. Yeah, he, he's doing it very epee style. Yeah, it's it's not great. But this is this comes up a lot when people are like, and people are crazy. And this is also why uh, core cadet members aren't allowed to carry swords anymore on the field. <laughs> Uh, I can't believe it took that long. Understandable. So at the end of that eighty of that eighty-one year where they came in fifth, and once someone declared them national titles, one of the like lesser selectors, they claim it. SMU claims the eighty-one title, even though they didn't play a bowl game. Yeah, of course, always do it. Well, they did play a bowl game. It was the polyester bowl. Polyester bowl, right? Sorry, we need a logo. (laughs) And then, and then Ron Meyer left. And if you ask him, he just got a better job at coaching New England. But the general belief is the writing was on the wall at this point. They bring in Bobby Collins, who's here in the middle between Craig James and Eric Dickerson in this picture. And Bobby Collins was from Southern Miss, had been successful at Southern Miss. And from everyone says, Bobby Collins didn't have a real good handle on the boosters at SMU. Because as opposed to <laughs> Well, the, the the if you talk to some of the SMU boosters and read their stories, they think the problem was is that they got caught because the circle got too big. Mm. You have a conspiracy, keep it small. And and Bobby Collins wasn't able to like put his thumb on things. The best was at some point they tried to stop the payment, like tried to stop the payments to clean up. And they said, okay, we'll stop the payments, but we still have to make payroll. We owe people money. We can't just stop paying because we've already said that they're, we're going to pay them this much a month for the next four years. So we have to just trickle it. We'll have to like slowly and back off. And some of these were in contractual form. And if they didn't pay them, then they were going to go straight to the NCAA. And the, the, the quote that comes to mind is, is you taking notes on a motherfucking criminal conspiracy? <laughs> <laughs> now we're in. 1982. And we are in the absolute height of the SMU decadence. This is the final year of the Pony Express. This was sort of the last year before everything, like the rails came off. So many tabs. Yeah, I was just about to say, like, Jordan, don't you think maybe you have too many tabs? I'll close some tabs down. Thanks, guys. <laughs> that's just the oh, one. That's nothing. just the I've one. Win- that's just the one window more. you can see. By the way, guys. Breaking, breaking <laughs> news. Have- breaking news. Mm-hmm. Uh, a pit wide receiver was just drafted by the Toronto Argonauts. Woo! Jared, Jared Wayne. Oh, he's Canadian. He's Canadian, eh? He's been drafted by the Argos. Not, so not 19, back to a regularly scheduled program. Nineteen eighty-two SMU. They were perfect except for one tie and i want you to look at these margins i'll read through the schedule they started the season at number eight 51 7 over tulane 31 10 over utep 16 13 over tcu 38 10 over north texas state 22 19 over baylor 
2014 over Houston, 3017 over Texas at Texas. This was the moment. The year before, where like they had all the the sword fighting at AM. No, this year it was homecoming and SMU beat AM 47 to 9. Ooh. 14, they palindromed Rice. 34-27 over Texas Tech. And then the last game of the regular season, they played Arkansas. Arkansas was ranked ninth. SMU was ranked second. Hold the on. Game... Hold on. Did they leave Texas at all this year? Okay, so <laughs> let's look real fast about where all these games were played. They did not leave Texas this year. Even for the bowl game. They played in the Cotton Bowl. <laughs> they played every game in the state. In fact, El Paso was really the furthest they got. Which is a ways. Yeah, to be yeah. fair, El Paso is pretty far. Lubbock is pretty yeah. far too. Yeah. Okay. But you can see some of some people were calling the schedule a little soft or a little easy, and that was one of the reasons. I'm going to show you guys a play, and I want you guys to talk to to, to see what if you see what I see. So, the Arkansas game, basically, SMU wins, they get the the Cotton Bowl trip, or a tie. Sorry, they win or a tie, they get the Cotton Bowl. Arkansas had to win. And there was some questionable officiating. Arkansas is in the lead in the fourth quarter, 17-10, time winding down. And there was a pass interference call that I'm going to show you. At that point, pass interference was a spot foul. That's all I'm going to say. I'm going to pull the video up. You guys are going to tell me if this is pass interference. Mm. No, that was a pass. Now, here it is. This is the call. There we go. They called that interference. No. no. I'll show it again slow. Who interfered with whom? They called it interference on Arkansas. Okay, he touched his jersey there. Oh, the the guy kind of stopped. I don't. Know. Yeah. So that that's the call that that keeps the drive going. Okay. I feel like you let that one go. I feel like you, know, you let that one go. You know the, the the audio on the call. The the announcer literally says that's a bad call. Yeah. I, and yeah. for someone in the '80s to say that on a national broadcast. I, I'm, yeah. I'm just getting some PTSD from the uh, the Saints non-call national uh, uh, NFC Championship game. Sorry, uh, just anytime you there's two pass interference calls that pop in my head or non-pass mm-hmm. interference calls uh, that pop in my head. So that call saves the season because they were able now, to tie. That's the other thing. Bobby Collins goes for one. He plays for the tie, which a lot of SMU alums and fans were like, "That's bullshit." And this is back when ties exist, so they went for the tie. They got dinged in the standings for the tie. They got pulled down to number five after that. Sorry, number four. That's fine, whatever. But that means that they end up at the Cotton Bowl, which they were going to anyways, and they play number six, Pitt. Yay! And this is Dan Marino Pitt. Yay! (laughs) Yeah, sure looks like it. Under, (laughs) under, Under coach... Foggy Fazio? Did I get that right? Foge Fazio. Foge Fazio. Man, you can't even say the Pennsylvania names right. I've never heard that out loud. Foge. Foge Fazio. I wish it was like French. He'd be like Foge. The game in seven to three. I wish I didn't know that. (laughs) The game in seven to three. It's freezing. It's actually icy out. Pitt basically gets more passing yards. SMU fumbles four times, but literally just can't do anything. I want to read some of the the Sports Illustrated article about the game. Pit girl is like 
like upset about this and like she wasn't even alive like she just did okay. like a live oh my dad my dad and foge grew up together in uh coriopolis pennsylvania it's why i know Cor- yeah. coriopolis we're pit back to- failing to capitalize <laughs> pit failing to capitalize on four fumbles is like classic classic pit it's classic uh, also, by the way, uh, SMU passed five times for nine yards. <sighs> so Pitt, so Pitt actually changed their offense going into the game. Oh. They had been playing the I formation the whole season, and they switched to one back and had a fullback on the flanks and gave Marino four receivers and just tried to spread it out on SMU, which worked for a while. Uh, did it? it? It did because... It started okay. The problem is they didn't expect it to be like raining and freezing. Mm. That that was the problem. Oh, this is like the Brian Kelly passes in a monsoon game. Uh, maybe, <laughs> definitely Brian Kelly, NC State. Um, okay. I hope he's adapted to LSU weather. At least, <laughs> probably not though. <laughs> uh, Pitt had also worked for two weeks on six different defenses to stop the SMU option, but mostly relied on cover seven, designed to force the Mustangs to run everything inside. Quote, our primary concern is to stop the pitchman and to force the quarterback to run the ball. Then we unload on him. Then we punish him. SMU pulled a power eye that they had only used one other time this season. They usually had a regular option, but they switched to the power eye. And they had worked on it all season, used it against Texas, and then packed it away until the Cotton Bowl. I like SMU. Look, SMU I, held I Pitt to this. three points. Yes, no, like, this is great. This is, this is like, what you should do. This is some great strategy here. Mm-hmm. SMU held Pitt to only three points, something no one had done since 1975. That's seven years. SMU ended up two in the rankings. If it you ask like them, Pitt may have held Pitt to only three points. Shh, quiet. You know. And if you ask them, they should have won the national title. And if you ask them, they did. <laughs> do you know who actually won, it, man. Do you know who actually won the national title that you're according to AP? Uh I do. Probably like Alabama or some shit. No. It's nope. a team that we've been talking trash about and their stadium we've been talking trash about. It's a Penn State year. Yes. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. Penn State wins the Sugar Bowl, I believe. Let me find what bowl. Is this the year Georgia. that they beat Georgia? Yep. Gross. Oh, okay. No. Uh, yeah, they beat Georgia in the sugar, right? I think it was sugar. I feel like Penn State and Georgia played in the sugar like back to back years. I swear. In the sugar, in the sugar bowl. Sugar bowl. Twenty seven, twenty three. Penn State beats Georgia, and they win the national title theoretically. Hooray! But this was the rootinest, tootinest SMU year. It was great. I'm going to show you guys just some pictures I have that I pulled from that I'll 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 edit into other things. But I pulled a whole bunch of stuff from the, uh, wait till I resort this. Hold up. Tab, 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 tab. All right, you. Tab, 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 Sony tabs. Tab, tab, tab. Tabs. Everyone's favorite soda. Tab. No, I'm I'm all about fresco. Sorry. Hold up. It's got a, I resorted my, that folder. So it's going to take a while to like resort the folder. Hold up. It's almost there. This PC desktop folder, Discord bullshit. Join our Discord. You can see all the bullshit that Jordan has created. Join the, the page. It takes a while to sort this. Quiet. It does take take a while. Uh, again, we're going to be launching our Discord, uh, and it's going to be coming on 
this Friday. We're calling it Sickos de Mayo. Please join our Discord and Patreon so we can keep bringing you excellent content as, you know, the Penn State hate, along with how many tabs that Jordan still has open. Apparently, Beth has 485 tabs open, and she's in tab solidarity with Jordan right now. So I, I really don't know what's going on uh, with that. But How please, do you people live? Join, join our Patreon. Me and Pit Girl exactly. here. Me and Pit Girl here with our minimal tabs, with our no emails. Beth, are you a big email person too? Like you have a lot of emails unread. Unread, no. Okay. But if I, but uh, the number of messages in my inbox is probably troubling. <laughs> oh, I never ever delete anything. I always. Oh yeah, no, I don't delete my emails, but they are marked as read. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Mark them as read. All right. Get rid of that that red number. All right. We're good there. I can't find the one article. I, I oh, that, that, I'll that, post it later on. That was a nice Sickos committee logo. If only everybody could see that. Oh, wait. That could be on some merchandise that we oh, could we'll be having up yes. on Friday. Uh, him going through all these tabs and getting lost is, is giving me prompts to actually promote our merch. It's also going to be launching on Sickos de Mayo. Friday, this podcast is coming out probably on Thursday. So Sickos de Mayo, May 5th, 2023. Uh, I do want to point out SMU's band uniforms because they're great. Oh my god, they are a red a red striped jacket and blue pants, and those are Dizzy Gillespie trumpets because they have yeah, the pointed bells. Say. <laughs> and white gloves. And white gloves, yada. They also have other looks too: hard hats, jackets. Is that a was that a, a metal? Yeah, that's no, a metal Oleg mouthpiece. Yep. Oh boy. Uh, the other one I wanted to show you guys in this one was the parties. Where was it? Here we go. We have a keg toss. What was the... Friends, if you're not sure. This what is this a... is in the yearbook, by the way. Scroll scroll up a little bit. There was like a page. What what is that? I yeah. don't know what she's laying down on. No, no. I, I was talking about the, the, the costume to the left. Oh, I don't know. Twinkie? Like a Twinkie person? Yeah, maybe he says, it says like taste buds on it. I don't taste know. Taste buds. Some sort okay. of uh, the, snack cake. Uh, we also have more fraternity parties that are the 80s thing ever. Oh my God. Somebody's wearing sunglasses at a party and he's yeah. giving somebody rabbit ears. But this is very, this is very like, we just watched Grease. <laughs> uh, the tri delts down here. And uh, this is the most 80s picture I've ever seen. <laughs> it's great. Oh my God. We got the hair. We got the blue eyeshadow. We got the side. We got the denim jacket. We have an amount of vests that I would say is just on point. It's, it's great. I, I I'm, so I'm definitely not in, uh, as invested as them. One, uh, two, oh, sorry. three, four, five, six, seven kinds of denim. Yeah, that, that feels right. Uh, in this, let me. I love how we get the live scrolling of Jordan. Like, Why is this is his? <laughs> like when I send him a message, now I'm seeing the other side of things. So I'm like, okay, hold on. He takes a little while to boot up. I think my brain thinks this is what ASMR is supposed to be. Oh, I, I'm I, broken. I, I do. I do want to listen. The the pages dedicated to the Rotunda Beauties. Once again, the Rotunda, which is the name of the school paper, is proud to honor a select group of students known as the Rotunda Beauties. They are selected on the basis of outward physical appearance. They, they just straight up say it. Yes. Oh my God! Way to go, SMB. And this is this is a star of all my children who selected the Rotunda Beauties. So congratulations to Amy Addington and Bridget Brandon and all the ladies. Oh, do we have any good names? Scroll up. Let's let's see if we got some good, like Courtney Texas Wolfsberger. Like, Wolfsberger, keep going. Suzanne, Debbie, Andy with an I. In the eighties, that was Andy mm-hmm. with an I. The hair is just like I'm loving the hair. 
Oh, it's very. It's big. Heather, also great hair. Also great hair. Oh, yeah. Lot, a lot. This right here. The ruffles. Look at the ruffles. Yes. Bev over here. Bev's looking good. Tammy. Those are some great earrings. Popped collar polo. Oh my god, I didn't even see that. How did yes. you not see that? How did you see that? That's the first thing I, I saw. Didn't see the Holy shit. It's Besides the crazy giant gold earring shining at me. I the yearbooks guys are just so good. It's wonderful. <laughs> because you're like, these people actually this was like they leaned into it. Well, I mean, they were in it. It was yeah, it's not yeah. even leaning into it. It was just trendy. It was what people wore then. Sorry. It's like not a bit. It's not a not bit. A bit. The no, it's, it's not a bit at all. Is not your costume. You want? <laughs> act, act, actually, all my '80s parties say otherwise. Yes. <laughs> uh, and then a little thing in the yearbook about NCAA investigating recruiting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tell you guys. I don't have it here, but the 1996-97 yearbook. <laughs> A little more dour about it. Oh, there's a good comment at the end of that article. Quote, when asked about the investigation, SMU athletic director Bob Hitch commented, quote, I'm awfully, I'm terribly disappointed. We've worked awfully hard the two years I've been here to run a straight ship. And I believe we are. At this point, I don't think that anyone should get excited. It's just a preliminary investigation. Sure it is. Sir, so he's the mayor from Jaws 2. And Jaws 1. Because it's the same mayor. And the other one, the other one shot I wanted was damn. Anyways, I'll throw it in later on uh, to, to sum all this up. Basically, this was an absolutely incredible season. It was bonkers. SMU was playing lights out, was one of the best teams in the country. One of the best teams we'll ever see with a t- double running back setup. They ran over literally everyone. And it turns out that things were fine for SMU from there on out. Nothing bad happened. The end. <laughs> And they've been great ever since. I didn't realize they had like like fifteen losing seasons. like they had like fifteen losing seasons after this, after the death penalty. Like they were bad for yeah way longer than I they remember. Had, they had one winning season from the time they hit the death penalty until like two thousand eight. Yeah. It's yeah, the death penalty. It's called the death penalty for a reason, folks. Yes. It's it's and that's why they're never going to do it again. The guy who announced that SMU was getting the death penalty actually fainted after the presser because of like the anxiety over saying it. Oh my god, he passed out. Go I'm watch. Trying to imagine Mark Emmert feeling anything that much? No, <laughs> never. No. Uh, everyone, go watch the Thirty for Thirty Pony XS on ESPN Plus. It is great. Is that is and, it still on like Netflix and stuff, or is it just on uh, ESPN Plus? I call I it. I think ESPN it's just Plus. on ESPN Plus. Okay. It is it is fun as hell. It is the most yeehaw shit you've ever seen. I love it. It was a great it, the thirty for thirty pony excess was probably one of my favorite, one of my my top three, thirty for thirties. Uh, I am biased uh, because it's all about the U is my number one, but uh, the first one, not the second. It's all about the U. But uh, yeah, this one was right up there with it, which is an amazing thirty for thirty. It's one of those you could watch over and over again. And just be shocked at what you you hear and see. So 1982 SMU, the best team of all time for teams that are below 500 all time. Part 15 of 39. Love it. I'm I'm glad that SMU is embracing like the gold Trans Am, even though they yeah even though they weren't the yeah. one that gave it to them. Uh, <laughs> I, I wonder how <laughs> mad that that pisses off A and M fans. 
That like, specific hey, booster has to have gone to his grave mad about that. He's so mad right now. <laughs> just furious. Like, I gave him a gold Trans Am and he still didn't come to AM. I, I love that. Yeah, that that's amazing. That's shout out to Rod Meyer, rest in peace. Also, Las Vegas posse head coach Rod Meyer from our CFL episode. Same guy. Uh, so just an amazing dude that that you know, just a wild coaching career. Which we may come across him again if we ever do the UNLV best team of all time for teams below five hundred all time because Rod Meyer is involved in that one too. Oh yes. <laughs> Did George just freeze? Uh, I think we may have lost. George. Oh, here oh, we no. go. No, it's happened. It happens. No. It's happening again. Oh, no. It's the haint. We lost Dad. Help! Oh, the blue screen of death. I wonder because it has too many tabs open. <laughs> too many tabs. Too many tabs. The tabs finally did him in. The tabs finally did him in. But you know what's funny? When he comes back, he's just going to like, do you want to restore all these tabs? He's just going to say yes. <laughs> of course he is. All right. This is okay because I've got a... I, Perfect. So he said... To I've s- got a co-worker who's working with patching on here and I'm helping Perfect. him out. While so we can this, clip so. that. Um, we can just like cut this audio here, which is good. But mm-hmm. Adam uh, has a pronunciation game for us uh, from the great state of Washington. So we yes. we asked him Washington, Washington State, Washington, Washington State. My dad Kool-Aid. is from Indiana, and it's Wash everything, <laughs> and he knows. Oh God, Jordan <laughs> is going to restore all the tabs. Jordan, no. <laughs> I told I think you. I will do the same thing again. Oh, he's back. That was a shockingly quick resurrection. That was wow. That was very quick. He is the tab king. I have, I have okay. Chrome, Chrome asks, Chrome asks, do you want all your tabs back? And I said, yes, I do. No, you don't. <laughs> Who's blasting his cash? Not this guy. <laughs> this dude is okay. amazing with all these tabs. It's it's incredible. So uh, we're 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 moving on. Uh, Adam, if you got a chance to pull mm-hmm. up the the slides for the Washington State pronunciation game, pronunciation yes. pronunciation pronunciation yeah, uh, washington so i so i didn't do these as slides but i can uh put them in the uh, in the discord okay no slides. okay perfect but what we want to so, do here uh, what we want to do here adam is we want mm-hmm. you to share the slide or whatever in the discord mm-hmm. uh that we have uh, which again join our discord coming up friday and spell the word and then we get yep. to guess i i want to say that he's made some bold claims here so adam has set an over and under of three total correct uh, correct pronunciations tonight. And I just wanted to clarify, does it mean that only one of us will get three or only three combined from all of us? I think it might be combined from all of you. There's some... uh, Here's the thing. Like, Washington has so many places, to the credit of the people who came out here and decided to name things, the credit of the white people who decided to name things, uh, they didn't... I mean, they, there are plenty of things that are definitely have white people names, but a lot of them are native names that white people translated into Arabic or into English letters, Latin letters, very weirdly. Gotcha. So, but I have to start 
with the Catholic University in Spokane. So let's go. B O N Z A B A. All right. Hey, Commissioner, you keep score while I try to like make sure all my stuff is burning down on my side. <laughs> all right, I'm gonna try to keep score. Let me let me open up my second tab. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Extravagant. I, you know, screw the tab. I'm gonna use Notepad. I, I, I say Notepad. The, the other day, guys, you know when you open up a Task Manager, it shows you percentage of CPU and memory and disk. So this like, is gonna hurt me. I have never seen my disk at a hundred. Not CPU, not memory, but somehow my disk transfer was up at a hundred percent. I don't know what I was doing. You By the way, tabs open. I just I just invested in a two terabyte external hard drive, okay. so I can just put more shit on it. All right. So the the first one that we have is G O N Z A G A, which is a famous university that we we see, but this feels like a trap. So. Anybody would like trap. to go for it is a trap. It it, it is Gonzaga, correct? Well, we gotta we get the rest of us gotta say yeah, it. So. I, yeah. Gonzaga. Yeah, it's Gonzaga. I'm gonna say Gonzaga. It's Gonzaga. Oh, okay. It's Gonzaga. Alright, everybody's got Gonzaga. one. Easy. Zags. The Italian pronunciation is Gonzaga. But uh, just like it's Notre Dame and not Notre Dame. Okay. Out here in the West, mm. it's Gonzaga, mm. and that's from the school's website. I call it Notre Dame du Lac. Thank you very much. The University of Our Lady of the Lake. Yes. I mean that Indiana Lake. South, uh, South Bend, New Orleans connection. They drafted all those Notre Dame boys because there's that connection. The next town is Q U I L C E N E. Quilsony. Quilsine. I'm gonna go with. I'm going to say it like he's the guy from, you know, Home Improvement across the fence. He's Quilson. If that's right, Actually, I'm going to be so angry. I've got to check on that one. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Because <laughs> oh, no. I have it as Quilsing. Uh-oh. But let me check to make sure. All right. You got to be the one that's giving us points here. So, uh, you know, everybody else has a point and commissions. I'm sitting here at zero, so. As it should be. I, I, I'll lose. I don't care. <laughs> Quill scene. Quill scene. Okay. Okay. That was, then that was, one for pit that was one for Pit Girl. Yes. Okay. So she's in the lead with two. She's going to hit this over under. I'm still, always happens. I'm still in the, the, the goose egg, but you know, again, maybe I'm going too crazy here. Do you know how I know you're a bad loser, Kamesh? <laughs> really? You know how I know? Okay. Because every time we do one of these things, I say bad, like the biggest air quotes, because every time we do any of these things, I have to edit out you saying I'm doing badly, but I don't care about 20 times. I don't care. I don't care that I'm doing well. Because <laughs> you repeat it and I have to edit it out every time. I'm doing badly and I don't care, but I do care <laughs> because I'm saying that I don't care. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, it hurts. All right. <laughs> okay. We're honest with our The concern. next one is I-L-W-A-C-O. Uh, like, like Spanish for bad Waco? <laughs> well, I Spanish mean. For the ba- Spanish Waco? for muy Waco. Extra Waco. <laughs> it's probably something like Ilwaco. 
I'm going to go Ilwaco, yeah. Screw it. Ilwaco. Yeah, I was wondering who who was going Pennsylvania. <laughs> I will go super nah. Pennsylvania on this one. I'll go one plus on Pennsylvania. Ilwaco. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yep. Yeah, I'm going to go with Jordan here. It's, it's It feels like Ilwaco. It's Olwaco. No, it's not. No, it's not. <laughs> old Waco? Old Waco. Old Waco. Did Washington State just out Pennsylvania us? I think so. They may have, actually. It doesn't have a bonus R, though, so I'm still comfortable that they're not quite Pennsylvania. <laughs> yeah. If it becomes Ilwargo, then... Ilwargo. <laughs> it's it's, it's Pequay. Owaka. Owaka. God. Manaka. Owaka. Owaka. Hey, sure. I don't, I don't like right. this. <laughs> this is a uh this is a Polish themed town. Oh god in no. Western Washington. Oh Christ. Yes, yes, Christ. Yes, yes, yes. yes, yes. <laughs> I'm gonna have like four Z's in a Q. God no. A Polish themed town in the state if of Washington. If it has that yeah. if it has that L with the line through it, I'm gonna throw something. No, it's not. Okay. Uh it is it is all Latin letters. P O U L S B O. Polspo. Okay, Olsbo. We're gonna go with Pushbo. <laughs> Again, just gonna go Super Pennsylvania on it. Paulsboro. Yes, in my veins. <laughs> Something like, like probably like Pushbo, no L, but with like an S H sound, like Pushbo. Yeah, I said that. Oh, did you? Yeah. Damn it. Okay, no, I'm gonna change it then. How about? <laughs> <laughs> you can't have my bad answer it's my bad answer how about how about how about post posebo like p-o-w-s-b-o posebo Kamesh? man i'm i am at a loss i i have i'm just staring at this one uh, i uh let's let's try i'm just gonna call it pulls so pit girl you are about as close as anybody it's paul's bow paul's bow I, I I Pennsylvania too hard. You, too you hard. overdid it. So are we giving her credit or not here? Nah, I do not deserve no. credit for that. Okay. I'm learning that Washington State is just mostly Pennsylvania. Not, <laughs> I don't think I'm going to get one right at this point. No faith. Washington State, Uncanny Valley, Pennsylvania. Yeah, this, the Louisiana does not mix with Washington at this point. I don't think. We don't have anything Polish in Louisiana. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. Like no I can't even think of any. No. Oh. I mean, oh, I mean it does sound like you. maybe like a crawfish pierogi would be delicious, but. Okay. The next one is C H E W E L A H. Chihuahua. 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 Like Julia Roberts. <laughs> Yep, that's how you say it. Julia. Chula. Okay. Chuela. Chula? Like the hot sauce? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's go with that. Uh, I'm going to say, yeah, I'm just going to go with uh, just straight up Chihuahua. If it's Pennsylvania, would you pronounce like Chorley or something? Yeah. I'm going to go, I'm going to go with Chuela. You're all were close, but it's Chowella. Oh. I was so close. If I just 
God, have I just fucked up the first constant? Okay. <laughs> okay. So the standings right now, uh, was this the fifth word? Yes. Yeah, it was the fifth word. Uh, yes. Yep. Okay. So Pit Girl's in the lead with two. Beth won. Jordan won. The Kamish Goose Aid. We're so good at this. Okay. By the time we're done playing this game, we're not going to be able to pronounce anything no, anymore. We're gonna we're gonna lose <laughs> all of our accents, you know, a chafalaya. You know when you've had some bad experiences in life and you get a little bit of PTSD and you're afraid to do things? Every time I feel like now I'm gonna see a new city name, I'm gonna be afraid to pronounce it. <laughs> well that's that's what we do here. We we pronounce Pronounce. <laughs> I've lost everything. Like this game has broken my brain. We, we pronounce everything incorrectly. So let's let's just lean into this as the Sickos Committee podcast. It just and you're only two games in. This the thing. This, this was you know I'm gonna blame Jordan for this game. The, the mobile mobile situation. I started us down this dark road. I, I feel like this is what led us to this point. It's worth it. I, I have it. <laughs> just like, this is so ridiculous. I love it. The next one is S E Q U I M. Oh, I've heard of this place and I don't know why. I don't know how to pronounce it, but I've seen it in print oh. before. Sekum. You like almost took the pronunciation out of my head. He does that. Yeah. Sekum? I think I know this one. Oh. Ooh. Is it? Is it squim? Uh, I'm going to go another way, but I, I, squim sounds right, though. But I'm going to say saquim, like saquim or whatever. Like oh. saquim. Jordan, you got it. it. Jordan, squim? got it. It's squim. Oh. It's a lovely town on the Olympic Peninsula. All right. Jordan has tied Pit Girl at two. I think I had a friend like from near there or near there. Let me see where it is. Okay. Yeah, no, I, yes. Yes, I had a friend that like lived up there, and I remember mentioning it. Okay, Squim, sure. It's a Costco, huh? <laughs> well, I mean, it's it's based out of Washington, but sure. That is right. <laughs> Kirkland, I can say that. Except yes. you have to not. You have to get rid of the first vowel, so it's actually Costco. <laughs> oh, I, I thought you were going to say get rid of the first. I thought you were going to say for some reason in your in my head, I was like, oh, get rid of the first part of Kirkland, so it's Irkland. <laughs> yep, <laughs> nailed it. Kirkland. <laughs> oh my god, Irkland. Alright, the next girl. one <laughs> is in the same vein. Oh no. H O Q U I A M. I'm I'm gonna roll the I'm gonna I'm gonna push my luck. It's Quim. Quim. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna call it Hokum. That was what I was Ooh. going to say. Can can the commish get off the snide? Hokium. 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 Everybody wrong. Will the commish get one? No. And it's going to burn. Hokium sounds like a Fiddler on the Roof song. (laughs) (laughs) To life. To life. Hokium. For a dream. (laughs) Here's to the father I tried to be. Here's to my bride to be. Drink Hokium. Man, we, we have two that are at the precipice of three and we are on word number eight town number eight this is this was as rough as you promised it would be adam oh yeah Mm -hmm. for sure all right the next one is o-k-a-n-o-g-a-n this feels very wisconsin 
Again, again? That does o feel very okay Okay, again? Okay, oh no. This weekend, four enter, one leaves in the Okanagon. Okay, a regular polyhedron. Okanagan. Uh, Okanogan. Oh, that's it. Yeah. On that note, Okanagan. Oh, oh. I like that better. Oh. Y'all were so close. Uh, Okanagan. Okay. What? <laughs> oh. Man. Oh. Two to go. Can anybody get the three? Can anybody get the three? I, I have been mathematically eliminated. Hammer Normally, the under, folks. Hammer <laughs> the under. The live the live bet for Kamish, will he get one of the last two? Uh, you, you get like 5,000 odds here that it's not going to happen. I, I can't. I, I don't understand Washington State at all. <laughs> so, like with, with you with Louisiana, it's done. It's just ridiculous. All right. The next one is... P-U-Y-A-L-L-U-P. Puyallup. Poly polyup? Like the thing I got in my colon? <laughs> Doc, I got four colon polyups. I, I'm saying it's Puyallup. This is another place that I've like seen in print or otherwise heard of, but couldn't tell you how to pronounce. Puyallup. <laughs> Puyallup? Hey, y'all. I'm going to bring my check around and I'm going to pull y'all up. It, that's, I feel like that's the closest to that one. Pull y'all up. up. Yeah. You, you guys are going to crucify me for this, but it's Puyallup. Puyallup. Oh, oh, that's you, terrible. I hate that. Go, yourself. I'm angry. I'm angry about that. English was a mistake. That ain't English. Writing things in English was a mistake. I... Just writing Word. things. Our final Q shot here. Cue uh, all up? Is that what you said? Cue all up. Cue all up. That sounds like it should have a hyphen in it. Oh, man. It's it's wrong. <laughs> I thought I thought pew, pew y'all up was right, but uh, so close. I, I'm so, so angry. Far. I'm so angry at you, Washington State. I'm getting shitty, shut up. Your shitty flag and your... Oh, God. I'm getting shut up here. Again, this is white people mistyping native names. It really is. All right. So only All right. only Jordan and Pit Girl can get the three here. Beth is at one, uh, one better than Kamish. In in our final word of the, the ten pronunciations of the state of Washington, which we 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 apparently really uh, uh, develop some sort of animosity towards the state at this point. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm furious now. <laughs> I <I've> just, I, <laughs> I'm like, I, the despair that I did not get <laughs> the last one. I thought I had the last one. I was like, yeah, there's a y'all in it. <laughs> I, I'm going over. Oh, this hurts. All right, this hurts. The last one is. L I L L I W A U P. The Pokemon. That is a Pokemon. That is definitely a Pokemon. Lilawop. Lilawop. Yeah. Lilawop. Lilywop. <laughs> I'm gonna say it like he's a uh, he's a rapper. Lilwop. I like that. I like that a lot. <laughs> bars and bars and bars. That's right. I'm I'm. God, I got it wrong. <laughs> Jordan, <laughs> pit girl, you hit the over. Hey! We did it. 
It was a push. Okay, take it. Still take counts. It and run. <laughs> Adam, God. thank you for this, and I hate you so much. <laughs> I hate this stupid state. You're welcome. Okay, I'm going to go cry now that I got everything wrong. <laughs> so, yeah, folks, on Friday, we will drop the info for the Patreon and the Discord and all that good stuff and the merch. We hope you guys find stuff that you like. If you do, definitely send, get it, go for it. We're excited to have you on the Discord when we get that set up. Hopefully, like I said, going on Friday. And yeah, I think this is going to be a great summer. A summer of sicko, if you will. <laughs> the sickos of summer. Oh, and, oh, I'm sorry, that's a baseball account. And Friends, one of the greatest gifts that we can give you is to have the experience of trying to explain this weird internet thing to others. Oh my god. And I promise you, if you're running around wearing some of our gear or putting it on your uh on your various items, you will have to have this experience and your life will be enriched for it. I am looking forward to to launching the store. I've I, I mean it looks I, I really can, it looks really good, man. All this it, stuff looks really good. It looks it's a lot of fun. There was a lot of uh, fun designing some stuff. And again, we have official licensed merch with uh, the cartoonist Ward Sutton. So the Sickos guy uh, or Sickos person uh, is on uh, almost all of the merch. Really, there's probably the majority of the merch. It has the Sickos uh, you know, person on it and just going, yes, haha, yes, you can get that on various different items mugs shirts hats whatever uh we have plenty of that stuff stickers whatever and, and really the most expensive thing we have on our store is 33 dollars. so um you know some other places if you gotta buy a t-shirt it's it's more expensive than the most expensive item we have uh so feel free to to purchase some of the merch and, and again to to help us continue doing this uh, and 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 go further we want to you know I guess further the committee's uh, fun uh, and our belief that all football is good football. And we just want to just keep celebrating college football. Cause again, we don't, we know that not every NFL player uh, is, is, is coming out of your school. They're, you know, really very, very minimal people actually make it to the NFL. So we try to celebrate all the folks that play college football at, at basically their, their last stop. Uh, but but please somebody sign Boogie Night. I'm just gonna say that please yep, one more. Boogie Night. Somebody sign Boogie Night, and, and that's what we celebrate. It's it's fun. The schools have some crazy traditions. We love it. We love the wagon wheels. We love the giant cannons. We we love all of the stuff about college football. And and you know, like eighty nine thousand of you follow us on the Twitter account, which is absolutely ridiculous. We're gonna hit ninety. We're gonna hit ninety before the end of the summer. I mean, I promise you, easy. It's, it's it's crazy that uh, we we've taken off this much, and we just appreciate all the support. And you know, you've asked us for merch, you've asked us to join the Discord, so we're gonna give it to you. And we hope you come join us. Come yell at us in person. You can at us at Jordan and say why the hell you have so many tabs open. Uh, you know, just just yell at Pit Girl. Why do you always talk about Pit? You can yell at me like why the hell why the hell do you believe in ULM so much and just come join us. We're, we're a lot of fun and we appreciate anything that you do and support us in any which way. So just, just thank you for listening to the podcast and, you know, hopefully Jordan can save the podcast because he has a lot of tabs still open and hopefully everything is saved. And whatever I just said here is, is, is safe. 
Hopefully, uh, his memory is at only it's only at fifty six percent, so he should be yeah. okay. Hold up, let me open some more windows real it's fast. It's only taking up a gig of his memory. That's no, fine. Let's do more tabs, tabs. There we go. <laughs> I mean, How many higher? Google Chrome instances? You have Google Chrome twenty one. Oh God, twenty one Google Chrome. Wait, there's yeah, more underneath, like ago. one. Oh yeah, two, oh, there's some more down there too. That's two, cool. Twenty three Google Chromes open. Well, I have twenty four. I saw the one at the bottom. Good. Like like Discord's yeah. open and it takes zero percent of a CPU. That's Thanks what we promise you. Around twenty one Google Chrome's on the wall. 